0: That time again. Time for the Go I. O. Go Cowboy Roundtable. We've got two guests with us. We got Ian McMackin, the publisher of Go I. O. Go. And Brian Lemaitre down there in Centennial, Colorado. Gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome to the third edition for 2017 of the Cowboy Roundtable. We have Ian McMacken, who is the publisher of the GoYOGo Go website. Uh, How are you doing this evening, Ian?
1: I'm doing well, Jeff. Uh, Ready to see the pokes back in action on Saturday and kind of get that, that, bad taste out of my mouth from last week
0: <laughs> yeah that so, was bad coming up and we have brand lemaitre uh, from centennial colorado which is uh just south of denver uh, how you doing brand
2: very good jeff
0: want to welcome yeah. you to the uh go IO go cowboy round table uh we always try to get uh at least one uh member of our uh a posting group out there to join us and talk a little bit about the cowboys and. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't play the claps, uh, the studio audience, because I think they were a little bummed out and didn't show up. <laughs> They're like the rest of us, uh, uh, kind of bummed out from that game. Uh, Brand, did you uh, did you watch the game in person or did you uh, watch it on TV?
2: No, I was, I was there, uh, you know, in uh, good old Section 28. And, uh, yeah, I watched it, and we stayed. I made everybody stay to the bitter end.
0: Well, that's and, good. Yeah,
2: uh, you know, uh, uh, Yeah. there's just not, you know, much I can say. I'm um, disappointed in the offense, obviously, but, uh, you know, I think the defense is actually doing okay. I think so, so too I, for know, the most part. Positive. Uh
0: even though they got 49 points scored on them, uh I mean that's uh, <laughs> uh that's kind of hard to say that you had a good defense when you you give up 49 points, but uh our offense um, was somewhat anemic. I guess they uh, they only scored after a couple of turnovers uh by Oregon and they got themselves on uh, that end of the field. Uh, did they ever drive the field uh, from their uh, from their side of the field uh, down to Oregon? I don't think they did, did they? Um, I thought
2: they did, you know, get to, you know, uh, Oregon territory. But then, you know, something sputtered out and, you know, they got a punt. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it just... Kind of sputtering drives, mostly.
0: Yeah, that's the way I remember it. How about you, Ian? Um, you were there, of course. Uh, what's your take on it?
1: Well, I think, uh, as you mentioned, defensively, I, I don't think that defensively it was not a great performance, but I think the defense is certainly better than the offense. I think the defense, for the most part, has done a, a pretty good job this year, and I'm still optimistic that that's going to continue, uh, especially when you get in a conference play. Um, I think the key with the team like Oregon is because they play such a fast style of uh, football offensively, you've got to have some sustained drives. And Wyoming right now just it doesn't seem to be, be able to put drives together, uh, not make enough uh, a simple plays to expand drives out. Uh, the first, uh, on the second possession for the Cowboys, uh, Josh Allen had a wide open Tyree Mayfield right at midfield, overthrew him just little things like that that can really make a big difference. I think throughout a game and, uh, they just didn't convert on some things. And then you open up the door for a team like Oregon, which once they get the momentum going offensively, they're really tough to stop.
0: Oh yeah. I tell you that, uh, you play somebody like that. You've got to be, uh, on your a game. And we were kind of like on our C or D game, I guess, or even worse than that. Uh, I would agree with that. <laughs> that, uh, now, yep. <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna discuss Josh a little bit after we listen to his presser and we'll discuss um uh, uh what we think's going on with him in, in regards to the hype and everything, but we'll we'll get to that. But now um Coach Bull has a Monday presser and um let's listen to uh just a straight up uh, uh recording of that um uh, of that presser. And then uh, when he's done, we'll come back and discuss it. All
3: right. The tape, uh, you know, I think uh, we've played a really good football team. Oregon's an improved football team. Stager's done a good job of establishing a mentality. Uh, we certainly can play better, but <clears throat> we need to play better. Uh, this week is going to be a big challenge for us. Uh, University of Hawaii is the first conference game. They've got a bye week. We're fairly healthy. Ryan Cummings will not play, though. He's got a concussion. But I think we're getting uh, a little bit healthy. We did suffer some bumps and bruises, but outside of that, I think we'll be ready to go. Um, we'll have a spirited practice tonight. So at this time, any questions? How's, you
4: know how's Josh doing with the ankle? I know you said they just wanted to get the treatment going early and right. stuff. So how's, how's that, at least early this week, and you expect him to go? Well, he swung by my
3: office this morning. and I think he's, uh, you know, he's in good. Good spirits in good shape <clears throat> you know we were concerned he took a sack on the last one and twisted a little bit but uh, he'll be full go the whole time so other questions about last week's performance before i started talking about hawaii
5: i guess this is upper body fine as well i know the first like step yeah. like uh,
3: he's going to be available too tim okay. is, is he coming in yes yeah he'll be available okay. so you can ask him some questions Okay, I'll go ahead and start on Hawaii. Uh, First of all, uh, they're coming off a bye week, and uh, Coach Rolovich has done a good job uh, with that team. He's an alum. And uh, Drew Brown's their quarterback, completing about 61% of his passes. Uh, They're pretty balanced, Uh, you know, 260 yards passing, 230 yards rushing, so that poses a problem in itself, and they're averaging 34 points a game. Big challenge for our defense. Uh, you know, a good running back, six yards of carry. Uh, Kali's an excellent receiver. Uh, he's getting 22, got 22 receptions, 175 yards. I mean, some really impressive stats. And buy uh, a linebacker, we know a lot about him. I mean, he's 6'4", 235, and a great tackler. And so they play a multi-different uh, uh, fronts. Which poses a problem, particularly for a young offensive line. So, you know, first conference game, and, and uh, we're looking forward to playing it. You mentioned after the Oregon game, you
4: played a very good football team, but you got to have to reassess some things offensively, where some of the, the struggles have been through our yep. first three games. After looking at film and meeting with coaches, where are some of those reassessments at <coughs> or any right. anything you need you like to see changed, I guess.
3: Well, first thing is, uh, you know, and I talked before about running football. <clears throat> That's going to be a point of emphasis. Uh, going to see us uh, integrate Trey more. Trey Woods is going to probably get more carries. I thought he did a nice job. I thing we have been pleased with is he's, he hasn't carried the ball a whole lot. He's got a couple good runs, but there's never been any negative runs. He's a big strong guy, so you're going to see Trey carry the football a little bit more. Certainly we need to take a better, better care of the football. Josh was careless with the ball at times, <clears throat> and then the other thing, uh, just throwing that out, Robert, is we've got to be much more disciplined, <clears throat> you know, and when you look at the, the years that I would say are uncharacteristic of our football team, uh, you know, we had a, an unsportsmanlike conduct uh, penalty, a couple personal fouls, things that were late. And that really is the tip of the iceberg. Uh, beyond that, there were other undisciplined plays within that game. And so we're really going to root that out make sure that we're a, more disciplined, more focused football team, and we'll need to be to make strides. Those those occurrences you know, typically are signs of a, of a losing culture, and we're not going that way. And so, I was really disappointed uh, with with those things more so than anything else. We're gonna we're gonna address that today in a team meeting. And then um, <clears throat> offensively, I, we've got to be more productive. There's just no doubt we've got to be able to score more points, move the ball on the ground more. Josh's got to get that completion percentage up, and our receiver's got to catch the ball better. Uh, defensively, there were times that we played against Oregon, I thought we tackled well, and uh, we played fairly well. We missed some opportunities for some interceptions, but way too many explosive plays. Now, once again, you've got to attribute some of that. I think Oregon's going to have a good year, and they've got some good players, but we've got to improve on that.
5: With that assessment offensively, Coach, do you feel like Josh maybe tried to force some things to happen a little more? make, make- you know, maybe try and force the ball downfield a little more?
3: Well, when he comes in, you can certainly ask those things. That became apparent to me. Uh, You know, the the other thing is I think some of the plays that were uh, unscripted plays where he was scrambling, where last year, you know, he made some of those completions where it was a scramble he was thrown on the run. This year he didn't make those, at least in this game. And so between uh, working our offensive system better and then connecting on some of those other plays is going to be important for us to be much more productive.
5: With Gavin stepping in getting the start, is it nice to at least know that he has that season's worth of starts under his belt already?
3: It certainly is. Uh, you know, you have a guy that's played a lot of football last year at the guard position, um, and so we have full confidence in Gavin. It'll be an important week of practice for him. Yeah, I know with
4: James Price and Shiloh, guys that have been out in Austin, are there, are there
3: updates on their status mm-hmm. for this week? I would say Price will not be available. We'll know a little bit more today. Uh, Shiloh, uh, we're gonna integrate him back in, but it's gonna be contingent upon how he does. And then who is the other guy? Austin Fort. I don't think we won't have him this week.
5: Coach, you have much familiarity with the traveling trophy that goes with this game? I know it sounds like they lost it at one point and had to make a new one. Right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think traveling trophies are great. And this is another one that we have Uh, you know when you when you take Kevin what's the what's the name of the trophy? Paniola. Paniola. Okay we have Cowboys and they have Cowboys there I think it's great and uh, so a new new trophy and not new but a reestablished trophy I think that's part of uh, what makes college football special. What else have you seen about
4: Hawaii? You mentioned Mm -hmm. you know they quarterback but they seem like they've been explosive in a couple of their games Where one receiver had almost 300 yards right. receiving it they seem a running back had over 200 yards I'm not saying they're explosive right. like Oregon but it seems like they have that, that ability to be explosive offensively. Well,
3: when you talk to coach Hazleton and the defensive staff in my assessment they certainly are. Uh, quarterback uh, Drew Brown uh, is can throw on the run can throw on the pocket uh, they have a, they have a tendency to, to uh, spread you out and so that springs your running back Receiver, as I mentioned earlier, Collie's an excellent receiver, 175 yards a game. So they're prolific on offense, and uh, you know that's going to be a challenge for us.
5: You mentioned the balance. Mm-hmm. Any sort of benefit in coming off with an opponent like Oregon that brought you kind of that balance attack that you can kind of do some things maybe to correct some things defensively.
3: Um, first of all, I think we're going to learn from the Oregon game. Uh, you know, that was a that was a good opponent that came in competition brings out the best in you there's some good things that we did but you know to be able to compete against a team like that is going to sharpen our sword to say and uh, we're in hopes that we take another step forward you know Oregon did a nice job in the running game at times we we played our gaps and we tackled well Other times we didn't and you know that's an indication we've got to be more consistent and this will be an opportunity for us to do that this week when you're facing a balanced team like that you just can't you know, always say we're going to gang up against the run and the heck with the pass because Brown and the other guys have the ability to throw it or vice versa actually they're moving the ball more through the air than they are the ground but uh, unlike us where our numbers are lopsided theirs aren't.
5: Is a coach who's kind of done a rebuilding process yourself here in the Mountain West is it you know interesting to watch kind of another school with Coach Rolovich doing something similar there?
3: Everybody does it uh, the coaching philosophy is a little different <coughs> Doc appreciated Coach Rolovich. Actually, Coach Rolovich and Coach Hazelton worked together as coordinators at Nevada, so they know each other very well. Um, <clears throat> he certainly, uh, you know, brings out a great deal of character. I know he brought a Elvis impersonator to Vegas, and I think he had a, a machete knife on the field one game as a Hawaiian warrior. So, what what I can not bring in is a toughness and a mentality to to, to Hawaii football. Defensively,
6: what kind of front?
3: They, uh, they're a multi-front. You'll see elements of 4-3, four, 3-4, three, three, four, uh, you know, They're, they're going to throw a lot of different uh, challenges uh, at us. And, and that poses a problem, once again, a challenge for a young offensive line. Greg, is there anything to having this be a conference game after
4: last week, where you can have that meeting today and then you kind of flush everything and you've got a conference opponent to
3: focus on, maybe then a non-conference opponent? yeah there certainly is you know our guys recognize the importance of the Mountain West Uh, and the best thing I know as far as you know football teams don't stay the same you either get better or you get worse and typically you know it's not it's not great to go through a loss Uh, but I believe there's things that we can learn from that Um, you know that the the leadership and the character of this football team I think is outstanding and typically when you go through a disappointing performance you look at yourself in the mirror I've done that as a head coach all our assistant coaches have done that players will do that and then uh, we'll, we'll evaluate that tape today with our players and then start on the uh, University of Hawaii and uh, being a conference game uh, you know not to retrace last year but we got off to a little bit of a rough start last year and once we got into conference play got on a roll so I know that was last year, but I think there's a foundation for our guys to say, hey, um, <clears throat> we got beat by a good football team last week. We underperformed. It's an opportunity for us to bounce back.
5: Are there any pros or cons with having a conference game, but still another non-conference game on the schedule? I know it's not kind of drastic like the SEC where they kind of do it late in the year, but with just you know not having co- kind of non-conference all at once and then conference, are there any pros or yeah, cons? I really
3: haven't thought about that because I know we're playing a non-conference opponent next week, we just know this one, they're all important, but this one's extra important. All those conference games count. I you know you have Drew back at long snapper. Is yeah. that more,
4: you know, you know, we did well last week. we Will go through practice and, and evaluate, it. are you pretty set on trying to keep Drew there now? You know,
3: point? until until we see otherwise, Robert, uh, we're going to continue to work with Caleb. But until we see otherwise, we're probably going to stay with Drew. You know, Drew covered, uh, actually recovered a, a, um, a fumble. Fumbled. Some of it's his ability to run and go down and make a play. So uh, we'll work with both of them, but right now we'll lean towards uh, Drew.
5: Do you have to have a level of trust in the guy to you know, take on two positions like that?
3: It's unique anymore. You know, In the old days, it was no big deal. But um, and Drew's a really seasoned player and a competitive guy. He would not uh, embrace this opportunity if he didn't feel capable of really going out and executing at a high level. He knows how important those snaps are.
4: Just to follow up on that, Craig. You know, Jalen. You know, you mentioned it's kind of uneasy to have one of your starting one of your starters as the snapper. Does Jalen Watson maybe integrate more into fullback, where Drew doesn't have to take so many snaps, or is that just more of an evaluation day to day with practice?
3: Well, some of it comes into how many times we have a fullback on the field. Last week, we didn't have a fullback on the field uh, as much as other games, and so I don't think Drew got played out. Uh, certainly, Jalen did well when he was in there. So some of it's going to be contingent upon how we deploy our guys and what grouping of personnel we use, whether two tight ends, uh, one tight end, three wide receivers, uh, two backs with the tight end, um, all that.
5: Last year at this time, Coach, you felt like you had a pretty good bead on your team. You mm-hmm. felt like you were going to be really competitive and really good. You mm-hmm. figured out about your team three games <laughs> in this year? Or are you still looking? No,
3: I, th- I think we're going to be competitive. I see signs of uh, really. Some younger players that uh, are embracing the competition. Certainly, there's challenges there. I, I think we played a couple really good opponents in the non conference. You're going to, I, you know, I think Oregon's going to win a lot of games. I do. I just, I think they're going to win a lot of games this year. And um, we got beat by a good football team. Can we play better? Yes, but I think they're a good football team. I think Iowa's was a good football team as well. Anything else? Okay, thanks. Oh, anybody on the line here?
7: I This is Steve from Hawaii. Okay. It seems like White had two weeks to prepare for you. Were you able to use any maybe parts of training camp or anything to look ahead and try to prepare for Hawaii and get extra practice segment in to prepare for their multiple attack?
3: We do a lot of preparation during our fall camp. This year was an elongated fall camp, so we spent uh, a good portion on elements of both our offense, defense and kicking games that apply to uh, all our opponents. But you bring up a good point, Stephen. Anytime a a program has a bye week, I think I mentioned that earlier in the press conference, you know, it's an opportunity to do some extra homework on their opponent, which would be us, and also an extra week to to get rejuvenated and refreshed a little bit. So that poses a a pretty significant challenge. Okay, and finally, um, uh, with um,
7: the emphasis of war, was this are you trying to get a little bit away from a sort of a three or multiple or running back by committee formula or are you or is it just trying to just get in more reps to
3: keep the by committee running back formula? No, I think what we're really looking at is uh, probably getting into where you've got two guys that are going to get most security. Certainly, uh, Kellen's going to do some things and then, um, you, know, um, you know, our next running back, uh, Nico is going to be in there as well, uh, but we're going to really try to try to have some predetermined uh, running attack uh, for Milo and Trey. Okay. Right. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, what's the weather like? Uh, I, you know what? I've been grinding on tape so much. I left last night. It was real dark, and I came in. It was dark today, so uh, I think it's, it's optimal. <laughs>
0: Okay, that was uh, Coach Bowl in his Monday presser. Um, Brand, uh, your impressions? Uh, anything uh, from uh, Coach bowl's comments that stick out for you? You know,
2: uh, you know, Coach Bowl, I mean, he—that <laughs> guy can uh, pretty much summarize, you know, you know what you're thinking. But uh, you know, the thing that that sticks out to me is, you know, he mentioned, the, you know, he cracks down on the, on the discipline right away and, you know, like the loss of composure, you know, so we had a bunch of penalties, I think, you know, in the Oregon game where, you know, guys, you know, you know,
3: the,
2: you know, you look at the, you look at the play and you see that, you know, you know, the Wyoming guy's down on the deck and he's getting, you know, punched or whatever. And but that's not what the refs see. They always see the second guy reacting to it, and you know, and and losing his composure. And so I think you know that's just detrimental to your to your team, and it's not disciplined. And you know, Coach Ball, you know, uh, I like to see that you know a head coach you know he you know cracks down on that, and you know tries to get that resolved and you know, not let that become a problem.
0: Well, you know, uh, he's, his teams are known for being well, well disciplined. So, um, that Oregon team, as you said, I think there was a lot of cheap shotting in there. I think there was, uh, probably a lot of, uh, jawboning in there and, um, uh, you know, you've got to, uh, it's kind of hard when you're getting it handed to you. Uh, and uh, I think Josh took a lot of, um, questionable hits in that game that um, didn't seem to get noticed by the refs, but you know, um, you're right. I think that uh, I think they had a, probably a pretty spirited practice and I think they got the message. Uh, I don't think we'll have that problem in the Hawaiian game. What about you, Ian? Uh, What was, uh, what were the things that uh, coach bowl talked about that stuck out for you?
1: Well, I think his comment that teams either going to get better at this point or get worse. And I think there's a lot of truth to that because we've seen these Wyoming teams for the years that, you know, we're we're sitting at two and two or something going to their fifth game. And in a lot of cases, they went the opposite direction. I don't feel like this football team, this program, under coach Bull is that type of program. And last year we lost to Eastern Michigan, very disappointing game. Uh, A lot of fans trepidated. We're uh, really, uh, cashing in the season at that point and wyoming went to fort collins and won very impressively over a game i don't think a lot of people thought they were gonna go and win and they got things turned around so i have a lot of confidence in the uh, coach bolt's process and i think this week there's going to be a really a, a big focus on getting things on track and doing the things it takes to uh you know certainly get to the next level and it's going to help that you're not uh, playing caliber of an Oregon or an Iowa very good football teams Um, but uh, now it's a new start it's a new season beginning on Saturday.
0: Yeah Coach Bowl alluded to that uh, from last year not that the seasons are going to play out just the same but you know we had the game against Nebraska and and, uh, you know we had uh, losses on our uh, record and it it didn't feel all that great but uh, the team responded well and as you said uh, went on to have a really good season of course they did have some breakdown in the later part of the season i mean the game with uh, uh unlv uh god what was that uh, six <laughs> 69
2: yeah, it was a, yeah, basketball score
0: yeah yeah that was just oh my god there was no defense on either side in that one that was <laughs> yeah. that was wild um so you know they, they had their they had their problems later on in the year after they had secured the um Uh, the division. So um, yeah, we can always hope. Uh, I think that Hawaii is going to be better, but uh, they are Hawaii and they are playing at 7,000 feet. And uh, my understanding is the weather might not be all that great. What's the latest you guys heard?
1: I think it's going to rain. Uh, There's rain in the forecast. Um, Looks like it'd be about mid forties around kickoff. Uh, During the day, it's going to be about 52 degrees as a high. Um, But I expect that Hawaii uh, is a team that they did go out to UMass, um, traveled across the country, first game of the year, and really showed some mental toughness in winning a football game, even though it was a lower-level football program that they were playing. Um, There's there's a toughness with Hawaii football when they're playing well. And uh, I think they've kind of reinvented that, or not reinvented it, but got it back into their program. And the way they've been playing the last year. Um, they didn't win all their games last year, but they get to a bowl game last year. They had some struggles with a good UCLA team. But Wyoming's going to have to be ready to play. It's one of those games that playing halfway is not going to get the job done. Uh, the Cowboys come out, and I think if they play to their capabilities, they win this football game. But if they play not up to that level, it's going to be a dangerous football game because Hawaii's had two weeks to get ready for this football game. And I would expect them to really come in and put a good effort together.
0: Oh, I'm sure they will. I mean, it's almost unfair that, uh, you know, with a bye week like that, that they get a chance to concentrate on you. But they've also had to travel over the ocean and come up to altitude. Um, they do have a good quarterback. They uh, apparently have good receivers and things. But I am heartened by the fact that we're going to go to two running backs, Uh And Trey Wood is going to get uh, more carries, which um, I was really impressed with him. He's a straight-ahead runner. He is in the vein of Brian Hill, uh, that kind of runner. And uh, so I think that's what we need. And um, if we can get that running game going, then I think uh, Josh will have a little better time with the passing game, albeit if the guys will catch the ball. I think some of our, our receiving core wasn't helping him out a lot um, in the last couple of games. Uh, one thing I notice is that uh, when he goes into the scramble drill, they, they tend to, to slow down and stop and watch instead of trying to break out and, and, and come back to him, you know, to give him a, uh, give him a target. So hopefully they're working on that. Um, so uh, it's a winnable game and, uh, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Maybe I'm just being over-optimistic, I don't know. Now, uh, the big factor in that is how, how Josh is going to play. And uh, let's listen to um, his presser uh, that he had Monday as well. He came on right after uh, Coach Bowl.
4: How, how are you feeling physically? I know you kind of got beat up in that game, just how's the ankle. I know looked look like you kind of maybe dinged your shoulder a little bit in the game. Just how are you feeling physically right now?
6: You know, feeling good. Um, obviously took quite a few hits against Oregon,
5: and just trying to limit those. But uh, overall, feel pretty good. Was it the shoulder first half, or what was that first? Yeah, half?
6: it was uh, kind of when I was throwing, he kind of stopped it mm-hmm. um, mid-motion, and it's, it's a little sore, but nothing terrible, and nothing that'll probably prevent me from practicing or even this week, so it's not even in the question.
5: Is it nice to have a conference game on the schedule now to kind of, you know, wash the last game a little bit? It is,
6: and, you know, um, obviously very disappointing to to lose that one and how we lost it, and the expectations that we have are a lot higher than, you know, what we have had in the past, and that's the thing with developing the championship mentality is setting your expectations and standards um, really high. Um, So, obviously, after that game it was uh, disappointing but you know going back to last year and you know after our second loss we reeled off five straight wins and
4: um, you know this is a team that's gonna be on a mission this, the rest of the season. You know when you look at offense again you know, those Iowa and Oregon are pretty good football teams but what you know what needs to change for the offense to kinda of get on track a little bit. Is it you know running the ball more? Is it you know their down efficiency, you know, I know it's a, it's not just you, it's it's a ten other guys, but it really has to start changing the offense to get clicking in your mind. I mean, it, it take, it's going to take a lot, and that's developing a run
6: game early, early in the game. Uh, that's com- converting on third down, and um, well, just being able to put ourselves in third and manageable. You know, third and medium, third and long throughout the game are hard to do. Um, third and you know four and less are more manageable, and things that I feel like suit us suit us in our offense a little better. So, just being able to uh, really just stay on the field and. Ultimately,
5: put up some points. How would you assess how you played Saturday? Do you feel like maybe you tried to press or force some plays, or I guess, how you, what do you think?
6: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a competitor and a competitive guy. Uh, getting down early in that game, you know, it just I knew with that offense that they had over there that it was going to take you know a lot of scoring for us, and obviously we didn't do that. And um, trying to make plays, and you know, there was a couple times where great guys in the in the backfield pretty quick, and uh, you know on the, the interception, uh, he kind of hit my. Oh, he did hit my arm as it was coming forward. But you know that's just kind of how football works out and when, when you're playing a good team and uh, you get down early. It's it's tough to, to come back from that.
4: Would you say the confidence is around the, among the offense? Again, it's just three games in. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is is still are you still confident that this offense can get get going and? and and do what some of the things you just mentioned? Are you still confident? Absolutely.
6: I and mean, we, we got some playmakers on our team, and, you know, obviously we're still kind of young, um, <laughs> especially on the O-line with our center and right tackle, but, you know, just still trying to find ourselves and find, you know, what really works for us. And that's, uh, um, you know, our coach's job is to do that, and ultimately our job to go out and execute. And I yeah, have full confidence in our offensive coordinator and Coach uh, Vegan, and, you know, the entire offensive staff. So I, I have no... Dallas in my mind, in my mind, i are going to get this thing rolling.
3: So, obviously, you're a leader on this team, and you just mentioned you got a lot of young
6: guys, especially on offense. So, throughout the week, preparing and coming back with that loss, how do you approach that challenge to picking
7: those guys
6: up and being a leader? Well, I mean, it starts at practice, and, you know, pushing everybody every day to their limits, and, you know, it's a tough position, and it's a weird position, and, you know, like I said, looking back to last year, we were 2-2, two and, two and that's when we kind of all put our minds together towards one goal, and that was to you know, win the Mountain West and, you know, making the championship game last year and having that experience and, you know, kind of being in a similar situation this year is going to help us, I think.
5: I think Saturday was the most you've run so far this year. What's kind of been your mentality towards, you know, using your legs this
6: season? Oh, I mean, using when necessary, um, you know. This year was kind of trying to mature and win, win from within the pocket and try to limit the hits. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm a competitive guy. I'm going to do what... You know, it was necessary to try to put our team in a position to win football games. So, you know, whenever my number's called, um, you know, I'm going to do everything I can for this team.
5: When you are scrambling, I know it's tough, you know, losing a guy like Tanner, where you're so comfortable with in those scrambled drills. I guess, how do you feel like the comfortability level is with, you know, the other receivers now?
6: You know, it's, it's a little different. Um, I'm not going to lie, Tanner was a, a guy that's going to go win a lot of the times when I threw the ball up. And, um, you know, without James and Austin Fort, you know, we really don't have a guy that's, that's tall and that can go get something. Um, obviously, CJ and Austin are really good competitive, uh, you know, players that want the ball in their hands. Um, but, you know, sometimes the opportunity just doesn't present itself and really didn't against Oregon. What have you seen from Hawaii's defense on tape so far? Um, real chaotic. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough defense to understand what they're doing and what, where they're coming from. Um, but that's kind of what they want. That's They want to cause confusion, and they want to bring linebackers and, and corners from different directions and have you think of one thing and then kind of uh, do the other. So, you know, we're going to get in and watch uh, film with Coach Vegan, and the offense uh, will be prepared this week. And, you know, they're, they're a good defense. We're not going to take them lightly, but definitely have some, uh, some tendencies and weaknesses that I think that we can um, kind of find out what we can do Saturday.
5: I know you got to meet a lot of quarterbacks over the summer in Hawaii. I believe the last game they played Josh Rosen. Did you cross paths with him at all this summer?
6: I did at uh, the NCAA this little student athlete seminar thing in okay. Indianapolis. Yeah.
5: Did you spend much time with him at all, or just kind of? I'm
6: um, just kind of here and there. Mm-hmm. A cool guy, and you know he played real well against Hawaii. Watched that tape today, and um, you know hopefully we can take some things from what they did and apply it to our stuff.
4: Josh, any different feel playing a late night? You guys had a lot of late-night fun last year. Mm-hmm. Is there any different feel to starting a game at
6: 8, 15, 8, 30? Um, I mean, looking back to Oregon, it started getting chilly in the second half. So, you know, I think we'll be prepared for that. I don't know how well-prepared Hawaii will be for kind of some some colder weather. Um, but not, I wouldn't say different feel. I think, uh, you know, this team has kind of been through the ringer schedule-wise, especially going back to last year and playing in the game that finished at, you know, 2, 2.40 in the morning. so. Uh, I don't think it, it'll affect us that much.
5: Do you know much about the uh, Paniolo Trophy?
6: I don't. I know that it was kind of lost in translation and rediscovered. And, <laughs> exactly. so, uh, it's more famous for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But really? We'll see. I mean, we'd love to, to keep it here in the state of Wyoming. Is there anything? Oh, sorry.
0: I was
6: going to ask you, was there anything positive you thought about um you know, as a team I thought we, we competed till the very end and you know, it kinda shows a lot about a team. You learn a lot about yourself and you know how a team's gonna play out when you're you know, getting uh, when you're getting beat by a lot of points late in games and you know we continue to fight and we still maintain maintained a competitive edge and uh, you know that shows a lot about this team and what this team can do. Any questions on the phone?
7: Hi, I'm Hawaii. Um Were you um, able to see um, any reminders of other teams when you're
6: watching videos of Hawaii? Did they look like
7: anybody else? Or? Did Hawaii look like anybody else? Yeah. Any other team that
6: did remind you mind of anybody else? Or? Um, it kind of brings me back to last year. They're very reminiscent of Air Force, where they'll bring a lot of pressure and uh, play a lot of man. So, kind of going back to to what we did against Air Force last year and watching that film and seeing, um, you know how it kind of translates with Hawaii.
7: And, and again, they've had two weeks to prepare for you, have you been able to look ahead a little bit to them? I know you want to play one game at a time, but we have to a little bit just ahead just because they're a conference out there and kind of figure out what, what to work on you know, before this week.
6: No, we, we really haven't uh, looked much at them before this and you know, it's... Um, Never easy going against a team that, you know, has a bye week the week before you and they have two weeks to prepare. Obviously, that's a, a, a big advantage in my opinion. But, um, you know, I, I have no doubt in my offensive staff and, uh, and our players that we'll have a good game plan coming in Saturday.
0: Okay, that was Josh uh, at his presser. Uh, and, you know, we discussed a little bit about Josh. And I was wondering, Brand, um, uh, you know, we discussed a little bit about the hype uh uh, and you were concerned uh, or were wondering about whether the um the hype has gotten less or uh it's the same what do you think
2: well I, from what i what i've seen uh i think the hype has kind of died off a little bit and and my hope is is that's actually a good thing let's get back you know get josh back to playing football get back to playing the the way he plays which you know, he, he has a little bit of a, you know, schoolyard, you know, play in him where, you know, he'll take off and scramble. And, and you know, from what I've seen thus far, it just seems like, you know, he's holding back a little bit. You know, there's there's been opportunities where, you know, the, you know Josh could scramble and, you know, make three or four yards. But, you know, he's made forward progress. And instead... You know, it seems like you know there's some hesitation there. You know, not to use his feet a little more, and so you know, I, I have to think in my mind that 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 has something to do with the the hype and and you know, there's a lot of pressure on 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 Josh Allen's shoulders. So, um, you know, I think in these pressure situations, um, Josh. You know, will make mistake. You know, throw an interception, and 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 it just kind of, uh, you know, I think it gets to him a little bit. And so, um, again, if if there's a little bit less hype, you know, get back to playing football, and I think you know that'll uh, that'll serve Josh well in the long term.
0: Well, I agree with you. I think that he was under a, an unnatural amount of hype. Uh, uh not only for a Wyoming football player but uh they didn't um uh, that Adam Schefter didn't do him any favors right after the draft when uh, he declared him probably the number 1 pick uh for the 2018 NFL draft and uh it just went from there and uh I think another factor is um I think it builds a lot of resentment in other teams and they really focus on you even more so and uh, we saw that with Iowa. Uh, all they did with their players were talked about him. Uh, uh, Less or so with Oregon. But I think that um, now that he's had these two rough games, uh, I think that um, the hype will lessen. And hopefully that'll that'll get, get the pressure off his shoulders. Uh, Ian, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I am I might be uh, contrary to what you guys think a little bit. I think just watching his demeanor, and I've watched his demeanor closely, I don't know if that's affecting, affecting me as much. Uh, just fact that I think he's, first of all, he's a very competitive guy with very high goals uh, for himself to go to the NFL. And I think he's actually embracing, uh, the situation and I'm just, just watching him speak and play. I think the bigger issue is uh, the supporting cast around him, uh, really need to get those wide receivers to step up, get open. You brought a good point up earlier, uh, Jeff, there about watching the receivers during the game and not breaking, you know, coming back to the the ball when you need to come back to Josh and doing the things you need to do to get open that Tanner Gentry and some of these receivers did last year, and if you get the supporting cast stepping up and doing their jobs, it's going to make him his situation a lot easier. But I think as we get into league play, um, I think things are going to start loosening up for this offense a little bit more, and you're going to see. Uh, Josh making more and more plays that we're used to him making last year and uh, as conference play goes on I really do think this this thing's going to get better offensively as the wide receivers get more confident those two young uh, linemen begin to progress. Um, some other situations out there offensively um, we 're going to see this offense open up a little bit and score score more points in fact, I would assume they're going to score quite a bit more points as the season progresses
0: but well, <laughs> we all hope you're right I tell you that uh, uh they 've been really um well and, and and to be honest, Iowa and Oregon were pretty two tough teams to to open the season with um i 'm not so sure that having two uh, Power Five uh, games in the beginning of your season is is a great way to start, and a, not much for a confidence builder, in my opinion. Uh,
1: well, I'm kind of a, and I've mentioned this on the board. I'm I'm very pro playing Power Five schools. I think if if we want to be a, a a program that's on the national level, we got to play these type of programs. Now we do have teams within our league that are somewhat national programs boise san diego states obviously ranked down so there's going to be those opportunities hopefully we play san diego state this year because that means we're in the championship i'm all for these these playing these power five teams um i don't think wyoming played bad at iowa um, but again you got to step up and make some plays you got to do some things to give your chance to win these football games and we frankly didn't do that against Iowa offensively and Oregon. I just think there's, you know, certainly need to be a lot more done with that football game. But fortunately for us, I kind of look at this schedule, get this Hawaii win, you play your final non-conference game, and then you got a week off before you really get into the bulk of your Mount West uh, conference schedule. So this schedule could set up pretty well for Wyoming, but we do got to keep care of Hawaii on Saturday. That's a very, very key game, obviously.
0: Are you two going to the game?
1: Yeah, I'll be there. I will be there. Absolutely.
0: Well, I'll, uh, yep. I'll be trying to get it on ESPN2. <laughs> uh,
1: you have ESPN2, right, Jeff?
0: Yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, Sling, or not Sling, what do you call it? Um, is it Sling? I guess it is.
1: Yeah, uh, it's Sling.
0: Uh, yes. I got Sling, and I got ESPN2, and I went, uh, this afternoon, I went through it, and, uh, the Wyoming Hawaii game popped up uh, at 10:15 uh, okay that's correct so man- you know, i mean
2: i just wanted to mention with the power 5 teams you know i you know it's kind of a double edged sword you know uh, until you start beating some of these teams you know do you really start reaping the benefits of having beat them right and and getting your program on the national stage. So I, you know, um, I don't like these games like Oregon where, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, uh, something you want to forget. But at the same time, the only way you get better is playing better competition.
1: And, and you can't uh, turn down a home and home with Oregon. I mean, that's um, right. somebody going to come play in your park. you got to, especially when it's just a game-for-game-home situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was... Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I understand that. And um, uh, uh, I'm not advocating that we never play, uh, you know, a power, so-called Power Five teams. Uh, it's just that having two of them at the beginning of the season uh, was a little rough. Um, well, you
2: know. and it's hard to gauge, you know, where you know, Wyoming's at, you know, I, I saw a lot of good things in the Iowa game and, you know, but Iowa, because they are a power five team, you make a mistake, you make another mistake and guess what? You're, you know, suddenly you're, you're down a couple scores.
0: Yeah. I know. And,
2: you know, and there, you know, Iowa is, is a power five program. They will make you pay if you, if you make mistakes and that's that's where, that's where Wyoming is at, right. Where, you know, we made a couple mistakes in the Iowa game. Um, and you know, they made us pay there with Oregon Oregon, you know, they're going to come out fast. That's what they do. You know, they have a no huddle and, you know, if you're not used to playing that, you know, um, you're, you're gonna get, you're gonna make mistakes and Wyoming certainly did and they will make you pay <laughs> and, and that's just the nature of a power five team right that's what makes them you know power five
0: well, you know I
2: mean, when I when I looked at Iowa you know look at last year they beat number 30 ranked Michigan at home you know it was like 14 13 but geez you beat michigan you know (laughs) so it's they're not you can't just i don't know i i think i i've said this on the message board that i think you know i think our expectations got the a little bit the better of us you know that's true
0: i think we were all sucked in i mean i i in the back of my head i was trying to resist the hype but i i have to admit i was sucking it in too I mean I really enjoyed seeing um Wyoming get the press and uh because of Josh and and uh, that was all great and everything, but you're right. I think that um we came into this season thinking we were the uh next coming of whatever and and um uh we got kind of rudely awakened. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm again, I'm a guy that thinks we need to have high expectations in the program, um, excitement. I love what happened with Josh with all the – because this is what we want to do. We want to be playing games that are meaningful, that people are paying attention to. We're not hiding out in the cracks and we're playing football. We're here – we want to play as high up on that level on the chain as we possibly can. And we're either going to get our program developed to that level – uh, and the only way we're going to do that we're going to develop a program that level and we're going to play the best competition we can possibly play out there and going into this year there's there's reasons to believe again I, I don't think the cowboys played terrible against iowa played a good football game we just didn't follow it up with oregon appropriately and we just need to raise the bar for the program continue to schedule these teams but raise the bar, raise the talent level, and that needs to be the goal, and not shy away from playing at that level, playing against those well, type of teams.
0: My point is, is fine, and I like it, but uh, let's have some success. I, I I am so tired of at least one 30 thirty-point blowout a year, and my big my my one of my markers uh, uh, of Wyoming's progress is that we don't have any of we might have losses but we'll have competitive losses not these 30 point blowouts that i'm getting really sick of
1: yeah and i'm i agree with you there and we get blown out by mount west team by 30 points too and in fact i think one of the things i have a little issue with this power five group five thing is i really do think there are group five teams are actually better than some of the lower power five programs you can look at the scoreboards across the country and that would prove me correct and so to try to like coach bowl said, he believes there's power programs, not necessarily power five conference teams. Now there are some pretty good teams in the power five conferences, but there's also some pretty good group, group five football teams out there too. And I think we have a couple in the Mount West right now. So.
0: And uh, of course we want to be, uh, Wyoming wants to be in that thing, but they've got to perform. Like you said, I mean, that, our expectations are to be there. Well, we've got to finally start doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And last and year, Coach
1: Bowl wants that. You can you see it in his eyes. You can tell by the, when he speaks in these conferences and stuff. He wants to get Wyoming to that level. There's no question about it. So,
0: well, I tell you what. Let's let's. Uh, oh, uh, Brand, did you have a comment there?
1: No.
2: I I agree. I you know, there's no better measure than good competition. There's no better, you know, there's no better practice as my coaches, old coaches, used to say. There's no better practice than competition, and you know it's uh, it's the nature of the beast, unfortunately, you know that a program like Wyoming, you're gonna have to play tough teams, you know the the so-called Power Five, and you know I you know I I I kind of agree with uh, Ian on that that uh, that you have to do that. You have to schedule it. That's how Boise state got to where they were. Um, the difference for Boise is that they started winning yep. and we've got to turn that corner.
0: Yep, exactly. I mean, you know, playing, um, playing USC is one thing, beating USC <laughs> or an Oregon or a whatever, at Texas or Nebraska, or whatever is the other thing, you know? Um, uh, I mean, uh, Going out and getting your ass kicked uh, is, to me, um, uh, might be a little bit of a learning experience. Uh, Coach Bowl alluded to that, but learn from it and don't let that happen to you again. So, but but I tell you what, uh, let's just get this out of our system, okay? Let's just, here we go. Let's just get it out of our system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. okay.
1: Sorry, i was laughing, Jeff, over your cry. Yeah. there's So, so now we got, we got it.
0: We got it out of our system. Okay. We're done with that. We're done. So uh, let's let's uh, be on the positive side. I think um, uh, I'm going to predict that Wyoming um, Wyoming wins by 14 points over Hawaii. Uh, what do you say, uh, Ian?
1: I'm looking at a uh, final score. Some some reason, this just came up in my head, 33-14. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to move the football well in this game. I think they're focused. And I think I like our defense. I really do. And I think the defense will keep uh, Hawaii in check. So that will be my score.
0: Brand, what about you?
2: Oh, I, I don't know. I uh, I guess, you know, I'll go 24-14. I think the i think uh ian's right the, the defense i think they're you know as long as they've got you know timed uh, you know rest up and you know we keep the time of possession you know a little bit ahead or or, or equal to Hawaii, then I, I think the defense will come out and uh and shine
0: well i think so too uh and uh by golly it's it's time to Kinda throw all that other stuff away and um, and uh, get a victory here. So, with that being the case, uh, it's come time to. Um, uh, I always like to finish off the show with a cold one here. So, ah, there we go. Ah, there we go.
2: Well,
0: you didn't have to stand them up. Well, there you go so you guys <laughs> I want to thank you for showing up and um, zoom bowl as they say auf Deutsch in Germany so um, uh, let's get that game going and I'm sure you guys are gonna enjoy Laramie don't get too cold or uh, any of that All right. So, so guys so with that in um, with that in mind let's uh, let's take this thing home all right There you have it. The Go YO Go Cowboy Roundtable Number Three. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. We want to thank Ian Mcmacken and Brand Lemaitre for joining us. Go I.O. Go Cowboy Roundtable is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.